This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 508. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 508. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Oh my goodness. This is the last episode I'm recording in 2020. And this is the first episode you will hear in 2021. Wow. So I said in an episode, it was either last week or the week before I said 2020 wasn't just a year. It was a major life achievement. So if you made it to today, you achieved something significant. (laughs) You achieved something that you didn't know you could do. And some of you are still deeply in the process of processing and grieving loss and trauma and so many things that will continue to live on from 2020. And so I just want you to give yourself credit for everything that you have endured, everything you have survived, and everything that you get to carry forward with you. As we've been talking about in these last couple of weeks, what will you leave behind and what will you bring with you? And how will you be really conscientious around those choices, the conscientious choices to leave certain pieces of this year behind because that's where they need to be, (laughs) like close the door on some of that stuff, some of that junk, and then what will you carry forward? And there's so many things we need to be responsible for carrying forward in order to carry forward the strength and the power that we have harnessed this year, even though we might be really exhausted, but the strength and the power that we harnessed in 2020 in order to kick off a new year from a place 
of power, a place of hope, a place of momentum, and a place that really puts us in a position to take back some control in times that have felt so out of our own control. And so we are kicking off a new year in the middle of a continuous shitstorm. Like, let's be very real about that. It is not a new year in the sense that everything from 2020 gets to be left in the past. That's not true. There's a lot of stuff rolling over. But you do get to choose in the middle of this shitstorm how you will begin. So how will you begin? How will you start fresh in 2020? And I know that I've been giving this a lot of thought and I really, really loved something that I heard on a Brene Brown podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I'm going to share it here with you. So on Brene Brown's episode 41 of Unlocking Us, and I'll link to it in the show notes, but the title of that episode was Brene on the Queen's Gambit, Revisiting FFTs and Resting Our Tired Brains. And she referenced a quote from Jim Collins. So Jim Collins has written a lot of books. One of the most notable, I think the one I've heard of the most is called Good to Great. And so in the entrepreneurial spaces that I'm in, Jim Collins books are referenced frequently, but I had not, even though I've listened to part of Good to Great, I don't remember this quote. But you know, when Brene says something, it's funny how you're like, oh my gosh, this speaks to me. And maybe I've heard it a million times, but Brene says it and suddenly it's like the only words I'm living by. So Brene quoted Jim Collins and here's Jim's quote from his one of his books. He said, uncertainty is chronic. Instability is permanent. Disruption is common. We can neither predict or govern events. There will be no new normal. There will only be a continuous series of not normal episodes, defined predictions, and unforeseen by most of us until they happen. So I'm going to say that whole thing again, because I rewound this like 18 times, <laughs> because I'm like every single sentence in here is so powerful and so true and something that we really, really, I think, can learn so much from. Like this could just, we could just be done with the whole episode with just this quote. So don't worry, we're not going to be, because you know I have more to say. But I'm going to say it again because I want you to really hear this. So Jim Collins says, uncertainty is chronic, instability is permanent, disruption is common. We can neither predict or govern events. There will be no new normal. There will only be a continuous series of not normal episodes, defying predictions and unforeseen by most of us until they happen. So if we can embrace that uncertainty is chronic and instability is permanent and disruption is common, then we can give ourselves permission to, first of all, just continue to be super imperfect and just do the best we can on any given day, even if that's real messy and doesn't feel like our best. But it also gives us permission to pay attention in a really deep, close way to what we can control and how we want to show up and react in certain situations so that we do have power to continue to make progress in certain parts of our lives. Because I think what's happened this year, last year, I should say, what happened in 2020 was we felt like we had to push pause on so many things. And for many very valid and legitimate reasons, we did push pause on many things. But we also, I think, got to a point of it got confusing as to like, when do you stop pushing pause? And where is it okay to move forward? And is it, you know, how do I juggle like being a good citizen and doing the right thing, you know, from a community standpoint and within an organization and as a parent and in all these different systems we're in? And 
also still keep life moving forward. And this is really, really tricky. And we see different ways that different people are doing this. And we have a lot of judgment around different ways that different people are doing this. And it's, you know, I mean, kind of what quickly comes to mind is like, there's some people who are like, just done with the pandemic and like, screw it, I'm going to travel, I'm going to live my life, like, life has to move on. And then there's other people who are very much like, I'm still not leaving my house. And I'm not going to leave my house until everyone in the world is vaccinated. Like there's just and also everything in between, like those are two ends of the spectrum. And then there's also everything in between. And so how can we really look objectively at uncertainty being chronic, instability being permanent and disruption being common in order to embrace that and recognize, okay, based on that, what action will I choose to take this year? Based on that, where will I decide that I am going to still have power, still have hope and still take action in ways that feel appropriate, responsible, and like I'm being a decent citizen in light of everything that's happening. And I think that it's comforting to me to have, you know, someone I would consider an expert and an authority say that uncertainty is chronic, instability is permanent, and disruption is common, because now I feel like, okay, now that I know that, which is kind of what I was feeling anyways, right? We were already feeling this. We were already feeling like this uncertainty has been super chronic and this instability has felt super permanent and the disruption is now just like constant. So if we can, we have that affirmation that that is true, then what are we going to do with that information? And that actually eases my mind a little bit because I think instead, I think I've spent a lot of 2020 trying to figure out when it's okay to move forward or how it's okay to move forward. And this makes me feel like it's okay now. And I'm not going to wait until things are stable because that's not going to happen. I'm not going to wait until things are certain because that's not going to happen. So we're just going to move forward in the storm and we will continue to adjust and shift and pivot with the storm. And I think that's the best that we can do, right? Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Feel like you're the martyr in your family. You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model. So that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt 
free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. So how's that for affirming that change and evolution will continue to be constant disruptors? Happy 2021. If you're like me and you don't like change and you like things to be stable and predictable and controllable. Like that's really hard, right? I get it. I totally get it. But here's the thing. In spite of all this, there's so much that you can do to step into 2021 on your terms. You still get to dream. You still get to take charge and you still get to make great things happen. And I think that is where so many of us have felt lost in the last 10 months is that we have felt like we couldn't dream. We haven't given ourselves permission to dream. We felt like we couldn't take charge because they're just we didn't even know which direction to take charge. And we felt like we couldn't make great things happen because there's too many big, hard, ugly, heavy things happening around us. And it seemed like we needed to really be focused on those and pay close attention to those, which is true. We do. But also we get to dream. We get to take charge. We get to make great things happen. And that's going to be our goal. That's going to be the direction that we move in 2021, because that is how we have to move on. That is how we have to keep going. So I'm waking up every damn day, ready to own the day and ready to make progress in the face of uncertainty. And this is what I want for you too. So we're going to talk through four simple ways to start fresh this year in order to take charge and disrupt the doubt and the worry that has become so permanent. Because with this instability being permanent and this uncertainty feeling so permanent, the other thing that has come with that is the doubt and the worry and the fear has also, I would say for me and for I think many others, become permanent. And it's become this underlying current that's always there, this ever-present current of fear and doubt and worry. And there's some very legitimate reasons to have an ever-present you know, worry and doubt and fear as it relates to many things happening in the world, as it relates to COVID, as it relates to this other pandemic, as we look at social justice, social injustice. Very legit reasons to feel doubt, fear, and worry but we also are going to take charge in the ways that we can because we need to keep moving forward and we need to be able to own 2021. 2021 is yours and it is yours to own and it is yours to honor and it is yours to nurture. So how are we going to do that? I'm going to give you four steps. So the first step is I want you to write the ending to 2020. So I've been talking about this in the last couple of weeks around what are you going to leave behind? What are you going to take with you? But what are you going to own and honor about who you were, how you showed up, what you did in 2020 to keep all the balls in the air? Now here, I know you dropped some balls this year. We all did. But you also kept a lot of balls in the air. <laughs> and so how are you going to write the ending to 2020 that is not just an ending that 2020 was a dumpster fire? So if you go back and listen to last week's episode where I say, what if 2020 wasn't just a dumpster fire? What if you could write the ending of 2020 around the year that you found your voice, the year that you found power, the year that you worked through really hard things you would have never imagined you could endure and you did it? So you need to take charge, take some time, do some journaling, go for a walk and think it through, like go for a walk, turn on some girl power music and really think through how are you going to write the ending of 2020 before you move into 2021? This is going to be so significant because if you decide to end 2020 on someone else's terms without boundaries and without the ending that you want to take with you then you are starting off on a less stable and less powerful and less purposeful foot moving into 2021. 
So I want you to write the ending to 2020. If you're coming to my plan and prep pajama party, we'll do a little bit of that in the plan and prep pajama party. So if you're not aware, if you're not already signed up on January 17th, I'm going to do a three hour virtual workshop that I, this will be my third year doing it. It's amazing. But we will be talking through how to plan and prep for 2021. And you will be able to the first session, we do three little mini sessions within this three hour workshop. But the first session is planning and priming. And or prepping and priming. And the first piece of that is giving yourself permission to look back and really own wins from the year, no matter how messy and disastrous the year was, but owning those wins so that you can see yourself as someone who's grown, no matter the circumstances. And holy cow, have we grown in 2020. We grew a whole heck of a lot, probably more than any other year in big, uncomfortable, scary, hard, and really dynamic ways that we did not see coming. So that's going to be the very beginning of that workshop. And then from there, we're going to go into setting goals for the new year that are meaty and meaningful and have purpose. We're going to go into connection and community so that you can really feel tapped into resources for this coming year, that you can feel really tied to goals that make sense, that are meaningful, that are purposeful for you, and that you can really feel like you're kicking off the year from a place of power and a place of certainty and a place of joy. And you really feel like I'm ready. I don't know that a lot of us in 2020 were saying I'm ready for anything. I feel like we were all like holding our breath. So how are we going to start this year thinking from that position of I'm ready? And so the Plan and Prep Pajama Party will really, really help you with that. So if you feel like you need some support around that, you want to do some goal setting for the year and you don't know where to start, or maybe you just want to be in this container, in this space with other moms, where you give yourself this three-hour block away from your family to sit down and really think and process, this is for you. If nothing else, the gift of time to reflect and dream is invaluable. Most of us will not make ourselves sit down on our own for three hours to dream about what this year could be. And so if you know that you're not likely to set aside that time for yourself, I am really going to challenge you to make time to come to the plan and prep pajama party where I will create that space for you. I will hold that space for you so that you can show up and you can sit down and have someone guide you through the process of dreaming and of goal setting and of how you're going to take action, how you're going to create action steps that you're excited about that seem attainable, even when times feel hard and unpredictable and really uncertain. So if you're thinking like, yes, I need some of this, go to shamelessmom.com slash pajama party and you can get all the details there. We have early bird pricing through today. Today's the last day if you're listening in live time. Today's the last day for early bird pricing turns off at 5 p.m. Pacific, Monday, January 4th. So if you're listening in live time, that's five o'clock this evening, Pacific. I don't want you to miss out. Tickets will be on sale for another week, I believe, after that. But if you want like the easiest access, cheapest access, go grab your ticket today. So go to shamelessmom.com slash pajama party and you can grab your ticket for that. Notice that space is limited. So please like grab it now sooner than later before we fill up. I think at the time of this recording, we're like halfway full. So get yourself that ticket. All right. So the second step to starting fresh in 2021 is going to be to own what you have. And so it's easy to look at what we don't have. It's easy to look at, and I can just use the holidays as an example. It's easy to be really fixated on, well, I didn't get to do this and I can't do this and I can't do that and we can't do this and this is shut down and all of these limitations, right? Like so many limitations. Where are you taking time to own what you have? So instead of thinking and feeling like your time is so limited, because I've definitely felt this a lot in the last year, that time has felt so limited and so fragmented, instead looking at what time do you have? 
So I know that I've been longing for the days of my child going to school at 8 a.m. and not coming home until 5 p.m. And instead, I'm looking at what time do I have, even if my time is fragmented. So I used to have, you know, a solid eight hours a day, nine hours a day often. And now I have much shorter blocks of uninterrupted time. How am I going to use that time? So owning what you have, what time do you have? The next piece is owning what support you have. So it's easy to see and feel like I don't have the support of my child being in school full time. I don't have the support of extended care. I don't have the support maybe of a nanny or of childcare providers, or I mean, even in our household, like I don't have the support of, we haven't had cleaners in our house since last March, which I know first world problems, but that has felt it many times, (laughs) I'm telling you. My house is so gross. There's certain things that we do routinely. Vinny cleans all of our toilets. So that means our toilets are never actually clean. But I was very determined. I was like, okay, if we're not having cleaners come in, my son is not going to think that women clean toilets. He's going to think that that's what the boys do or the kids do. So Vinny's cleaning our toilets. I'm doing the vacuuming. My husband is doing a handful of things that I don't want to do, like picking up dog poop and helping with the toilets and other, he has his own list. But anyway, my point is that the dusting is not getting, no one has dusted our house since last March. And initially I was like, well, we, I just don't dust. That's just not going to happen in quarantine. And now I'm like, maybe the reason I have this like chronic little bit of a cough and I keep freaking out thinking I have COVID, maybe it's just because my house is really dusty. <laughs> so so I want you to own what support you do have. So the support that I have is that I have a household of people who can also participate in household management. I am not doing it all on my own. And so what support do you have in place? So we have that. We have a handful of things in place that are keeping all of the tasks off of my to-do list that are also giving me those chunks of time that I need. So owning what you have is owning what time you have. It's owning the support that you do have. It's owning what talents and gifts you have. The third piece is this, owning what talents and gifts you do have. You have talents and gifts. You have probably seen yourself shine in ways in this time that you never would have seen coming. And so where can you harness those talents and gifts? And maybe it's not related to this time. Maybe it's not related to this season, but it's been interesting to me, the people who I've seen who have really thrived in writing and singing and doing, giving themselves permission to use creative outlets in new ways, or maybe in ways that they haven't in the last 10, 20, 30 years, and really feeling like, holy cow, this is a skill set that I haven't had the opportunity, the time, the space to commit to in a really long time. And now it's something that's really giving me life. And so what talents and gifts do you have that you want to own this year? And so it might be something that it might be a goal that you've been wanting to do for a long time, writing a book, or it might be getting back to something you used to do in the past, singing or knitting. So what are the talents and gifts that you want to own right now and move and carry forward with you into the new year as you're setting goals? And then lastly, owning what you have is owning what you learned in 2020. So this is really important to in terms of owning what you have, you have a whole handful of lessons that you learned in 2020. I learned some big, heavy, hard, painful, ugly lessons in 2020. And I am taking those with me 
And I'm allowing those to inform how I make decisions and how I lead in 2021. And that's really significant to really look at what are those big, hard, heavy things that we've endured and that we've learned through and how can we allow those to help us moving forward and to inform us moving forward so that we can be the responsible citizens that we want to be, so that we can be the leaders that we want to be, so that we can be the people who are contributing and growing communities that have deep and powerful impact. So what have you learned? So those are the there's four components to owning what you have. So what time do you have? What support do you have? What gifts and talents do you have? And then what have you learned in 2020 that you will take with you as you start fresh in 2021? So that's all a part of number two. Number three is identify what you need. So yes, you get to write the ending to 2020. That's your first step. And then you own what you have. So you're poising yourself, poising yourself for this place to jump off from, to have power. And then you identify what you need. So number three is identify what you need. What do you need? You should have some needs for this year. So what do you need to move forward and get what you want out of this year? So first of all, is looking at what do you want to learn? Second is looking at how do you want to grow? And thirdly, where are your blind spots? So what this looks like for me personally, there's actually some really deep personal work that I want to do this year that is not really related to the work that I do here in the Shameless Mom Academy, but will definitely, definitely impact the work that I do here in the Shameless Mom Academy. And so I'm taking huge responsibility for really needing some personal space this year and really needing to dig into some stuff that I have put off for a long time and that I've thought that maybe I could get away with not dealing with. And it's backfired on me. So I am really prioritizing what I need this year in terms of looking at my own mental health, looking at the space and the grace that I need to process some things that I have not processed since ever (laughs) and processing some things that have kind of been like on my radar, low key for a while now. And now I'm seeing that they, I really need to do a deeper dive if I want to move forward and be the person I want to be. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. So for me, identifying what I need is looking inward 
and getting some professional support to look inward and look at how I want to learn, how I want to grow and where my blind spots are around my own personal past and around some other things in my life. And so that's what I need moving forward. Now that might be really different than what you need. What you need could be like to not have 18 people in your house all day in order for you to get some work done. So maybe you need to like, I know one person on my team is building, a, she's calling it her shoffice. Some people call it a she shed, but she's calling it a shoffice. So she's building this little workspace for her, for herself outside of her house. It's a little shed in the backyard. And so she's building that because that's what she needs in this year. But what do you need in this year that will allow you to start fresh and that will allow you to make progress? So taking some time to think that through and to think through how you want to feel. Because if you can identify how you want to feel, it will be easier to identify what you need. So identifying how you want to feel. There's some things I don't want to feel anymore. I don't want to feel this constant sense of nervousness and anxiety that has really, really been just increasingly present in the last year. And so that's why I know I need to do some personal work. That's why I know I need to do some deeper digging around some things that I, again, have thought I could put off, but I'm just, that's not feeling productive anymore to put them off. So that's what I need. But what do you need? And so really looking critically and closely at how you want to feel so that then you can decide what you need. And it might need be that you need more support in your marriage. It might need to be that you need more support in parenting. Maybe this is the year that you hire a parenting coach. Maybe this is the year that you go into therapy for your marriage. Maybe this is the year that you go for apply for a raise or for a promotion. Maybe this is a year that you change careers completely. Maybe this is the year that you decide to build your side hustle or you build your own business, you start your own business. Maybe this is the year that you start a podcast or a blog or a book. So identifying what you need and then looking at it in terms of what do you want to learn? How do you want to grow? And where are your blind spots? And then the fourth piece of this is devising a simple yet strategic plan. So when you want to start fresh, it's one thing to want to start fresh. It's one thing to give yourself permission to dream. But if we can't take our dreams and that fresh start and turn it into something tactical and action-oriented, I don't think it feels powerful. I think it feels like a big dream that can actually create stress and anxiety because we don't know how we're going to actually get there. And now it's just this big thing that we're thinking about and we're putting it off way into the future or it's hovering over us with uncertainty because we don't know quite how we're going to go about it. So I want to encourage you to devise a simple yet strategic plan in order to actually start. (laughs) So many of us create plans or dream boards or vision boards or do a brain dump of everything we want by the end of a certain year, but we don't have a first step (laughs) toward anything. So what are your first steps going to be? So I'm going to walk you through how you can make this really tactical in three simple steps. So And again, if you're coming to the Plan and Prep Pajama Party, we're going to do some of this in live time, which will be really, really awesome because you will feel such a great sense of power and ease doing it in a group and having me guide you through it. But here's the quick and dirty. So the first thing I want you to do is set like a 10 minute timer and do a brain dump on a sheet of paper, a brain dump one year from now. What are all the things you want one year from now? Just dump them out, write them down. It can be total chicken scratch. If you're artistic, draw pictures. If you're like me and like you need like a bullet list or an outline, do that. (laughs) If you need to make a spreadsheet, make a spreadsheet, like whatever works for you. So do your brain dump, all the things that you want one year from now. And then from, and no restrictions, like it could be, and you're, this is not thinking in terms of like, well, if the world stays shut down, this is what I want versus like, 
make no rules and make the list as long as you want it. So you can have on there things that can happen in COVID and things that can't happen in COVID. I mean, on my list, like, let's be honest, my list includes tropical vacations. I have no idea if that's going to happen in 2021, if that's going to be an option in 2021. I'm putting it on the list though. (laughs) So let yourself dream without limitations. Then I want you to pick the top three items from your brain dump, the top three things where you're like, I really need this to happen for me to deem this year a success or for me to get what I need out of this year. And so pick three things. And then you are going to, from there, break into lists of action steps to get there. So you're going to take your three things. So maybe one of your things is getting is working toward a promotion. So you're going to then create a list of action steps to get there. What are the list of action steps that you need to take in order to go for that promotion? So maybe it is cultivating a better relationship with someone in your workplace. Maybe it is tracking your achievements in your current position so that you can use that data and that information when you go to position yourself for a promotion. Maybe it is doing research on other places and other job opportunities outside of your current organization that would be in line with the promotion that you want so that when you go in to ask for that promotion, you can tell your employer, hey, this is the direction I know I want to go. And I see some opportunities in XYZ organizations to go after this. I'd really prefer to do it here. What can, how can we have a conversation about this so that you have yourself covered in terms of options? If that conversation doesn't work out, you already have some other opportunities sitting right there for you. So From that brain dump, you're creating that list of action steps. So now you have tactical things that you can do to start taking action towards that dream of one year from now, I want to make these three things or these three things happen or this list of things happen. And then from there, you are going to identify one step on each list. So let me review that. You're going to do your brain dump one year from now, you're going to have, maybe you'll have 20 things on that list. From there, you're going to pick just three of them, pick your top three whatever ones you want to start with. And you're going to break, take those three things and create a list of action steps under those three things that give you tactical steps to get there. Like the example I just gave on wanting to get a promotion or going after that promotion. And then you are going to identify one step on each of those three lists that you will take now or like in the next week or so. What's the first step you're going to take? So in the example I gave, maybe the first step is that you start tracking all of your accomplishments since you've been in your current position. You set up the spreadsheet and you go to town and you start that spreadsheet. And then over the course of a few weeks or a month or two, you start, you add to it as you can, but you just start it, right? That's one step. That gets you in momentum. That gets you moving toward the dream. Okay? So... That's how you devise a simple yet strategic plan. A simple yet strategic plan is not overwhelming. It's not scary because it's one little thing. You're just doing one little thing. It's not like just jumping the gun and going straight for the promotion and putting everything out there on the table. You can do that for sure. But if that's not how you typically operate or that's not what feels good for you right now, especially in uncertain times, then create that smaller list of one step at a time that puts you and poises you in a position to be really powerful when it comes to making the leap at the time that is strategically makes sense. Okay. So that is how we start fresh in 2021. Number one, you write the ending to 2020. Number two, you own what you have. Number three, you identify what you need. And number four, you devise a simple yet strategic plan. If you need support with any of this, I'm telling you the best place to get it is going to be at our 2021 plan and prep pajama party. Just like I mentioned, you can grab yourself a spot. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash pajama party, you can get yourself all signed up. 
If you have made it this far into this episode and been enjoying the background noise, I don't know if you can hear, but Vinny and the dogs have been running around going wild. And so it's almost dinner time here and dogs want to be fed and eight-year-olds want to run free. And so if you've heard the chaos, I hope you've enjoyed it. I've been trying to block it out because this is how moms multitask, right? We, With one part of our brain, we block out the thing that's happening that's chaotic. And with the other part of our brain, we focus and pretend that the other thing isn't happening. So that's how we start 2021 with compartmentalizing and multitasking, right? So I hope this has been helpful. I really hope to see you at our Plan and Prep Pajama Party. So again, get yourself signed up. Go to shamelessmom.com slash pajama party. Thank you for being here with me today. I am fired up. I'm so excited and so honored to be kicking off 2021 with you. So let's do this. Let's make this happen. Remember, like Jim Collins says, uncertainty is chronic, instability is permanent, and disruption is common. That does not make me feel powerful, but I know that we can do this together and be powerful in our own right because we will own what is true and give ourselves permission to move forward in the face of chronic uncertainty, in the face of permanent instability, in the face of constant disruption. And that is what makes us adaptable and capable and strong and powerful and resourceful and resilient. That is what makes great leaders. And that is how we're going to show up this year. So let's do this together. I will see you at the Plan and Prep Pajama Party, if not before. I'll talk to you soon. And I'll be back here in a couple of days with another great episode and a fantastic interview. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners 
on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.